Welcome to MPT Podcast. This is Pastor Tim Wilbanks. We pray that this Word of God will bless your life and ministry increase God's blessing upon you. If you will, let's go to the Word of the Lord. I have something I believe is revelatory to you tonight. It will be beneficial to you in the Spirit. Daniel chapter 6, if you will. Daniel chapter 6. God's got something for you. He's got something for you. I don't know about you, but he's been good to me this week. He's been good to me. He's been good to me. I have something to give you tonight. Then the king arose very early in the morning, went to the, in haste unto the den of lions. When he came to the den, he cried with lament, and he voiced unto Daniel. And the king spake and said to Daniel, O Daniel, Servant of the living God, is thy God whom thy servants continually able, is he able, to deliver thee from the lions? Then Daniel <laughs> said, Daniel, woo, unto the king, O king, live forever. My God, I felt the Holy Ghost come over me. Somebody's going to be shouting that real soon. Live forever. Oh, my God, folks, I feel it. Hey, God, I feel it. Woo. My God, he said, my God, my God. Listen to me, church. My God has sent his angel and has shut the lion's mouth that they have not hurt me. For as much as before him, innocence who was found in me, I was not guilty. And also before thee, O king, have I done no hurt. I've done no wrong. I want to bring you something tonight that's revelatory to me that God, I was praying and God began to speak to me about this topic. And I pray I can bring it and give it unto you as God opened my eyes more to it. I'm going to talk tonight about spiritual treasures. Father, we love you tonight. Thank you for your, God, your presence I feel right now. Thank you, Lord, for your love and your mercy. Hey, I thank you, God, for your, oh, your healing hand. Thank you for your healing virtue. God, I thank you for your presence. We go nowhere without you. God, I thank you for the blood that covers a multitude of sins. And I thank you, Lord, for mercy and grace. If it wasn't for that, I wouldn't be standing here. But I love you, Father. I love you, and I thank you in Jesus' name. Can we praise him in your own way? You can be seated. I, I got to share you another thought. It's not what I'm going to preach, but I got to share you this nugget that God gave me while I was walking, praying with him. Talking to him the other morning, I said, Lord, I said, it amazes me. It amazes me, God, how that you dealt with the pressure you did at Calvary. It amazes me, God. It just amazes me how... How did you do it, God? How, Jesus, how did you stay there when they beat you, 
and when they spit on you and they falsely accused you and you was innocent. I, I, I asked him, like, how, how did you do that? How, what kept you? God, I said, Lord, at one word, angels could have came and defe- defeated the enemy that was trying to kill you. I said, how, God? How? How did you? It amazed, how, God? And I said, even what I'm faced with, even what I'm challenged with spiritually or through, through enemy and through people talking, God, I said, it amazed, how did you do it? And the voice of the Lord spoke to me. He said, I was held there for my love for you. And when the Lord said that, when the Lord said that, I said, then I've got to stay true to you for my love for you. Do you see what I'm saying? If we loved him as much as he loved us, we're going to stay true to him in everything we face. That's good. <laughs> oh, my God, that's good. Oh. Something that God was, has opened to my understanding more in seeing is that if you desire, saint of God, to look into the spiritual realm of the kingdom of God, you've got to look into the Word of God. See, in the Word of God, it opens the door to where you can see into the spiritual world where you can see the functions of God's ability and his workings. Psalms 119 and 18 says this. He says in an amplified Bible here, he said, Open my eyes that I may behold wonders, things out of your law. Open thy eyes that I may behold the wonder things out of your word of God. He prayed, David prayed, God, open my eyes that I can see in your word the wonders that you have for me. You see, he prayed that prayer, open God my eyes. You understand it's God's spirit saints that opens and gives us understanding of seeing the things that God has for me and you. It's the spirit that gives us the understanding and the revelation. 1 Corinthians 2 And 14 tells us, But the natural man receiveth not the things of the Spirit of God. For they are foolishness unto him when you look at it. Neither can he know them because they are not spiritually discerned. You will never see into the spiritual kingdom, the spiritual realm of God, if you're trying to look at it with your natural eyes. You've got to look at it through the Spirit of God, the Word of God, for Him to allow you to see what's in the realm of the spiritual through the Word. You see, saying of God, you as a natural man, the fleshly man, cannot understand the things of God because to flesh is foolish. Yet the Spirit of God can give you the Spirit of understand, to give the Spirit of man understanding of His Word. There's more, church, there's more, there's more around you. Right now, 
than the fleshly man can see and even understand. There's more than you that's around us in this room right now than you can even see or understand. In Isaiah 45 and 3, studying the word, it says, And I will give thee, hear this, I will give thee the treasures of darkness. I'll give thee the treasures of the hidden things, the hidden riches of secret places, that thou mayest know that I, the Lord, which call thee by thy name, am thy God of Israel. God said, I will give you treasures of darkness that are in secret places. You hear me now? You haven't seen all that God has. You ain't even heard all that God has. We hear a lot of preaching. We hear a lot of teaching, but we ain't received all that he has. There's some things still in the darkness of places of God that we ain't even been revealed yet. I don't know about you, but I'm get, the closer it gets to the end, the hungrier that I'm for it right now. I want to know God and I want to see the things that are there that I haven't seen yet, that I haven't heard yet. One thing I love about walking with God in my walk is that I, every day I walk, I hear from him and he speaks in my spirit and I hear these nuggets that he's been giving me. You see, that is he. He will make you richer spiritually. There's a place he can. God takes me to Daniel, and our text, Daniel 6, begins to reveal some things to me. There had been a plot to set up Daniel because he had been favored by the king. But the king chose, the king chose David and two others to oversee the providence of the kingdom. This, this jealous, these jealous men began to try to find something to defeat Daniel and remove him from the position that the king had set him in. They got jealous of him. Daniel, although he was a praying man who prayed three times a day. You see, Daniel's prayed. He prayed before the battle come. He didn't pray when the battle got there. He didn't pray when the adversity attacked. He didn't pray when the battle started. He didn't pray when the issue came up. He didn't pray when the circumstances. Daniel had been praying a long time before this challenge came to him. But the reason, the reasons those that stand through, the reason there's those who stand through the battle, they because they have prepared themselves through prayer prayer before the battle. They have prepared the spiritual world for themselves. Y'all got to follow me. Matthew 7, 24 through 27 says, it's those that have built on the rock that when the storm comes, their house will stand. Because the wind's going to blow and the rain's going to beat against your house. It's going to try you. Anybody been tried lately as the wind blowed, the rain came? Oh, yeah, I have. Why is it that it seems like it's a bigger challenge when somebody runs their mouth against you? you I'm going to be honest. You just won't go pounce on them. I'm flesh. I want to beat their teeth out of their head. I want to throat punch them. I want to break their nose. I want. It's me, Jesus. You know me because I tell him, Father, you got to help me. 
Why is it that it seems like it irritates you more because they talk to you? Another day I was walking and I was telling God that. I was saying, God, I'd want, mm. I just said, oh, God, help me. I'm like, I don't pray the prayer David prayed. David prayed in the Bible, show me my heart. When he prayed that prayer, God showed him he was a murderer and an adulterer. You don't want God to show you your real heart. And I tell God when my flesh rises up and I beg him with tears in my eyes and running down my face, I beg thee, O God, shield me from myself and shield me from what I could do. But you hear me now. You listen to me right now, saying of God. It's those that build their house. Builds their house on a rock. Builds her house on a solid foundation. Builds her house through prayer and worship and living the word of God. Because the storm, you hear me church? The storm is going to come. You're going to be tried. You better hear me. Your marriage is going to be tried. Your children are going to try you. The world's going to try you. Finances are going to try you. Your health's going to try you. The devil himself is going to try you. He's going to try to lure you out of the church and lure you away from God. I'm here to tell you, but ever whose house is built on a solid foundation, when the storm comes, they'll stay faithful to God and they'll stay true to Him and the wind and the rain will not move their house. That's why it's important to be at church. It's why it's important to be here every time the doors open. I don't care what kind of hell you're going through. It's important to be here. Why? Because you're building on the rock. You're building on the rock. You're building on the rock. I'm telling you, some of you amaze me how you stand so strong. But the Bible said these men, these men find Daniel prayed. He prayed faithfully. Just because, saint of God, you pray doesn't mean that you ain't going to face no adversity. If I'll keep praying, I may avoid the trial. Oh, no. You're just building yourself strong enough to stand in the trial. Because storms are going to come. Trials are going to come. Come on, church. You see, they convinced the king to sign a decree to any against anyone being caught praying to any other God than him, we throw it in the lion's den. Then they find Daniel praying, knowing that he's going to pray. <laughs> you see, that devil knows some of you are going to be faithful. I said, God, God, that devil knows some of you are going to be faithful. I still say it, Sister Wanda Kirk's going to judge some in the end time. She's going to judge him. She came to the house of God. Pelvic broke. Tube running down her nose. A feeding tube. Couldn't hardly sit there. With, and I say this with a respect because she had paused and she, it would slobber run. She'd wipe her face. But that one little hand she had, God knew what she was doing. She was worshiping God. And some of us, in better health and better condition than that, we let some little devil or imp from hell you got to follow me. I'm going somewhere. Come on, come on. It's how you build your house. I said it's how, it's how you build your house. 
But oh, they tried, oh Daniel. You're gonna be, I'm gonna be tried. The king places, he said, Daniel, I'm sorry, you gotta go to the lion's den. He places him in the lion's den because he had broken the decree. The king was distraught. He was, oh, he was distraught in what he'd done. The Bible said he fasted all night. When you think that the adversity ha- that you are facing is going to destroy, you think, I'm fixing to be destroyed. I'm fixing to be done away with. It seems like you have no hope and no help at all. Listen to what I'm, where I'm going. You have no help. You have no hope. Oh, you got to hear me. But you need to see what you have in the spiritual realm that you can use when you need help. Some of you hear me, you, you think you can do it on your own. You're the master of your universe. But I'm here to tell you, God gave me a revelation for some myself the other day. What the normal eye could not see was God had issued an angel to Daniel's lion's den. What the natural eye cannot see, God issued an angel to the place that was fixing to devastate Daniel's life, kill him, tear him to shreds, and destroy him. God sent an angel and said, shut their mouth. I'm here to tell the church tonight, we have some things in the spiritual realm that are for us, and you need to know that you've got the authority and the power to use them in your life. Oh, Holy Ghost. My God, I feel him in the house, Brother Jim. Woo! Did you hear me? Did you hear me? Hey, God issued an angel to his lines then. Daniel 6, 6, 21 and 22. Daniel said to the king, Oh, king, live forever. Oh, my God, somebody shout, my God, sent his angel. He sent his angel. Come on, some of you don't want to talk. You don't want to move because you're in control. You think I can control my own battle. Uh-uh, you can't fight like God can. You can't move things like God can. You can't defend yourself like God can. No, you can't. But God, 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 God sent an angel. God began to talk to me and show me a vision of the day when I was praying. Oh, oh, God issued. Did you hear me? God issued. God had sent his angel, and they had shut the mouth of the lion. You hear me? He took control. He, oh, he took control of the adversity that was going to destroy Daniel. He said again, he took control, Brother Josh, of the lions that were going to destroy him. An angel walked up in there, took their mouth, shut up. Took away their fight, binded him where they could not devour Daniel. You got to go. Hear this. Psalms 91, 11, and 12. Hear the word of the Lord as if it'll help you. For he shall give his angels charge over thee to keep thee in all 
thy ways. They shall bear thee up in their hands. My God, I got Holy Ghost chill bumps all over me. They shall lift you up in their hands. Lest I dash thy foot against a stone. If you stumble and if you fall, angels... You understand what we have? I don't think you, when you stumble and you fall. They shall bear them. They'll pick you up. They'll lift you up. They'll watch over you. They'll be with you. They'll bind the mouth of the very adversary that devour, desires to destroy you. Oh, my God, this, I got so much in my mind. What you don't see is when things could have destroyed us. The car moved over somehow. The event seemed like it would end it differently. But God sent an angel to change the event, move the car, and to shield the storm. There is angel activity around a born-again child of God's life all the time. You've heard it, but you're going to hear it again. We was in this building, smaller building over here. But then one, one of the strongest prophets we ever had in this church come by. Looked at me one night and said, hey, the Lord said, tell you made the devil mad. He's coming after you. He said, in, in a couple of weeks, there's a storm he's going to bring to you and going to try to kill you. You and your family. That's what he said. He said, in the midst of that storm, he's going to send his angels. And they're going to shield you from the storm that could kill you. Man, my mind was blown he said that. I couldn't imagine what it really all of it was. Didn't know which, what storm, how it was going to be, what function, how it was going to come. Two weeks after we'd been up north preaching revival, stirred up some devils, came home. Never forget, I walked in the house. I laid Jacob on the bed. My wife had Adam. My dad called and said, son, get out here. There's a tornado coming. Ain't never been in no tornado. The light, the, 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 the clouds were clear. He said, open your front door. I opened the front door. It sounded like a freight train coming. Ooh. I seen the wind begin to blow the trees. I screamed my wife, ran, got him. Jacob held him in my hand, backed the van out of the driveway, shot down my road to my dad's house. And I pulled in his driveway. I looked in my mirror and I could see it. Towards Brother Ed and them's house. Remember that, Brother, over there coming across the sky. It was rocking my van. and I had to take my legs and push open the door to get out. Me and my wife got in front of my dad's house and go in the front door. When I tried to turn, the doorknob was unlocked. But the wind had compressed the house so hard that I couldn't open the door. 
And I was kicking it with everything I had, kicking. I kicked it so hard, I sprung my right ankle, and I didn't realize it. And I'd run, and I'd hit it with my shoulder and try to go through it. And I busted a nerve in my shoulder. I was hitting it so hard. And I, I said, i got to get us in. We're going to die here. We're going to die. I looked and saw my van be blown across the yard. Windows blowed out of it. Looked across my yard, and I was freaking out. My barn, my horse was in it. It picked my barn up and blew it off my horses. My mind was, I said, we're going to die. I stepped off the porch. It blew, flipped me about three times. I covered Jacob every time we hit the ground. I crawled back on the porch, got back to my wife. We hugged each other. We were crying, and we said, we're going to die. And we hugged each other. And in that hug, and we began to pray, I heard the prophet's voice say, in the midst of the storm, God's going to send his angels. When I heard his voice, I turned and looked, and you can say whatever you want, but when I turned to look behind me, the wind shifted and pushed my dad's house with us standing in front of it, pushed it back six feet, and I saw angels hand in hand that stopped the wind, and the wind was not blowing on the porch. It was blowing around the house. We laid between the foundation and the house and was saved because God said, there's a storm coming and I've commissioned my angels to come to you in the midst of the storm. I've got a Holy Ghost word to tell somebody in this house. God has commissioned angels to come to you right now in the midst of your adversity, in the midst of your battle. He's going to shut the mouth of the lion. He's going to shut the mouth of the adversary. He's going to save you from the storm. Oh, Holy Ghost. Somebody hear me. Hebrew 1 and 14. Listen to this, his word. And they, not all ministering spirits, but sent forth to minister for them. Somebody shout for them. <laughs> for them. For the, you not read your Bible? Here's some treasures in it. Who shall be heirs of salvation? In the Amplified Bible it said, Therefore angels are only servants, spirits, sent to care for, care for his people who would inherit salvation. They're only for the blood-bought, Holy Ghost-filled, Jesus-named child of God. They're for you and me. I said there for you and me. And God opened my revelation the other day. And I was worried about some adversaries. He said, hold on. I want to show you something I hadn't really showed you. He began to take me in the word of God. And said, I'm here to tell you now. I've already commissioned an angel to go. Somebody hear me in the Holy Ghost. Somebody hear the Lord right now. He's already commissioned an angel. I don't know if you feel what I feel. They're sent for us. Somebody shout, they're sent for us. Acts 12, Herod had captured Peter, put him in the jail. They go to kill him. The church had no connection to get Peter out. Had no, no judge, didn't have no lawyer, didn't have no bail money, have nothing. Somebody shout, nothing. When you ain't got nothing, you got something. 
locked up, no way out. It seemed there was no help to get him. Are you saying to God, are you at a place or, or standing in a place that seemed like there's no help out? What are we going to do? Acts 12 and verse 5 tells us. Mm. Peter, therefore, was kept in prison. But prayer was made without ceasing. You've got to keep praying. You've got to keep praying of the church unto God for him. Prayer was made without ceasing. You think that's all you're doing is just saying words? You think that's all you're doing is just talking? You're just talking a rhyme to God or talking words to him? N nothing's transpiring. You don't think nothing's transpiring. What you need to see is what's happening in the spiritual realm. If you look in the Word of God, it gives you the hidden treasures that God has for me and you. And, and every time I see them praying, something's happening in the spiritual realm that mean you cannot see, but, but it's happening. I said it. Come on, folks. It's happening in the Holy Ghost. It's happening in the spiritual realm. Acts 12, God began. He's showing, God's showing me all this for myself. Next 12 and verse 6, verse 6 says, 7 and 8, And when Herod would have brought him forth, the same night Peter was sleeping between two soldiers, bound with two chains, the keepers, behold, the door kept him. They had him locked down, did they not? Come on, some of you feel like you're locked down. You're in some kind of trial. You're in some kind of spiritual pressure. You're in some kind of conflict. I'm locked down. There ain't no way out of this. I beg your pardon. See, you're looking at me. You're not me. You, 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 you're looking at me. You're not me. No, I'm not you, but you're not me. And I'm telling you what, God, Brother Josh, gave me this revelation for something I was praying about. I'm here to tell you, when I'm worried that I can't take care of it physically, God says, while you're praying, I'm working for you. And behold, you ready? And behold, the angel, here we go again, of the Lord came unto him, and a light shined in the prison, shined in a dark place that helped him. And he smote Peter on the side, raised him up, said, Arise up quickly, and his chains fell off from his hands. There's help coming. I said, There's help coming. I said, There's help coming. There's help coming. There's help. Help, help, help coming. Y'all feel what I feel? It's good to have you here. And the angel said unto him, Gird thyself, bind on thy sandals. The Lord, the Holy Ghost just spoke to him. You remember when you fall and you feel like something's picking you up? You gotta remember from the night who it is. You got more than you than you can see. And so he did, and he said unto him, Cast that garment about and follow me. Come on, Peter, follow me. When nothing else could be done, nothing else could be done. The praying that the church had done, 
stirred the angel of God to the jail where Peter was at. You have help around you right now. I'm going to say it again. Don't get excited. You got help right now. God has commissioned them through prayer. And you know what? You commission them as you pray. Lord, I'm I'm not going to get ahead of myself. Prayer moves angels into positions. Psalms 103 and 20 says, says this for us. Understand, prayer talks to God. Blessed the Lord. Ye his angels, the excellent strength that do his, hearken unto of his word. They listen to God. You hear me? Prayer talks to God about what you're locked up in and need free from. Then God in return tells his angels where to go and what to do. Although we may not see it, it doesn't mean he's not doing nothing in the spirit realm. I'm telling you, God gave me this revelation for this man right here, knowing that every day I pray, he's commissioned an angel to do something for me. Exodus 23 and 20. Listen to this, church. Woo! Behold, I sent an angel before thee. To keep thee in the way. Anybody living for God and you're walking with God. This hit me the other day. And all of a sudden you kind of felt yourself walking off course. But then all of a sudden you felt some kind of tug on you and pull you back. And to bring thee. Ready? Into the place which I have prepared. You, 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 got, you got to open your mind. You, you, you're not going to see this through fleshly eyes. You're going to see it through the Holy Ghost in the Word of God. But every time God said, whoa, go down there and snatch him by the neck. He's got off a of course a little bit. Get a hold of him by the nap of his neck and pull him over here back on course. I don't know about you, but I have felt the hand of God many times in my life pulling me back. God said he'll send them to us. 2 Kings 6. Look into this. Look into this. The servant Elijah rose up one morning to go out and do his duties. As he steps outside, he sees that they're surrounded by the Syrian army. We're surrounded. All he sees is through the fleshly eyes. That's all he saw was the enemy. That's all we see is the enemy. He heard the prancing of the hooves of the horses. We hear the tongue of the enemy. All we see is we're outnumbered. They're camped around about us, the city. Outnumbered, he said. But he cries out, 
to the prophet, what shall we do? He didn't, he didn't know what he was going to do. Come on, church, follow me. Second Kings 6 and 16. And he answered, the prophet said, fear not, for they that be with us are more than they that be with them. The prophet's eyes was seeing in the spiritual realm of God. But the servant was looking through the fleshly eyes. All you're seeing right now is, Pastor, you're not facing what we're going through and it looks like we may be destroyed. That's a lie from hell. You're not going to be destroyed. I'm going to say it again. You're not going to be destroyed. You've got help that you can't even see. And there's more for you than against you. Come on. I said you've got more for you than against you. You may not can see it. All you hear is the prancing of the enemy. You see that you're outnumbered. But you've got a God that put them angels charge over thee. Let me move on. This is good for me. And Elisha prayed and said, Lord, I pray thee open his eyes that he may see. And the Lord opened his eyes. Not he was blind physically. I want him to, his eyes to be open to look and see what I can see. I pray that prayer today before I come tonight that you, that God opens your eyes spiritually that you can see what I see. And the Lord opened his eyes, young man, and he saw, and behold, the mountain that was, that was full of horses and chariots of fire around about Elisha. He said, oh, my God, look at this. We have more for us than the enemy. And guess what? <laughs> there are chariots of fire. God was revealing him, there's power in what I have. And I rule above your enemy, and I'm behind them, and I'm above them. Come on, church. you got angels in charge of you. They're charged. Oh, yes, they are. By his natural eye, he did not see into the spiritual realm until he had prayer. It wasn't after the prophet prayed that he saw the mountain that was full. They were there. They were there before he seen them. I said they were there before he seen them. What you don't see what you don't see, what you don't see doesn't mean that God doesn't have them there. They are encamped around those that fear the Lord. You are not outnumbered. You don't need to allow the enemy to cause you to lose your sight on what you have. You have more for you than against you. This is how I believe. You re- Let me just get down to business with you. This is how I believe God can send angels to someone and open the door for them. I believe, I believe God can send an angel to pay a bill for you.
I believe God can send an angel to individual, and an individual, the angel can take his hand and touch their mouth and shut it. I believe that an application that you have put in for a good job, that the boss said, that somebody said would not work, I believe an angel can go, and God said, stamp it to be hired. Now, now, now follow me. I'm going to go deep. I believe an angel. God can do that for an angel, with an angel. He broke Peter out of prison. I, 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 believe, I believe an angel can transfer money into your life out of heaven's bank account. I, I, believe, I, believe in, I believe God has put them in our life that when we're so weak and we can't fight a battle and we're, we, we, we've lost our way, that an angel can put his hand on our back and grabs our clothes and push us and lead us into the right path. I believe that God can send an angel. Woo, I feel it. That when the enemy has set you up to destroy you, God can send an angel to shut him down. Let me, let me tell you how powerful it is. And last one, 2 Kings 19. Is anybody learning anything? Let me ask this question. Has anybody's eyes been opened? Therefore, thus saith the Lord concerning the king of Syria, he shall not come into this city, nor shoot an arrow there, nor come before it with shield or cast a bank against it. Next. 33, 34, 35. By the way that he came, and by the, by the same shall he return. And shall not come into the city, saith the Lord. For I will defend the city to save it for my own sake and for my servant David's sake. And it came to pass that night that the angel of the Lord went out, smote in the camp of the Syrians 104 score and 5,000. That's 185,000 people. When they arose in the morning, behold, they were all dead corpses. One angel killed 185,000 men. And you sit, and we cower down to the battles and the issues that come against us like we're nothing and nobody. We've got treasures that belong to us. And we need to put a claim on them. They're here right now. Here is my vision. I was walking. 
I feel the Lord. Whew. I was walking in the parking lot. That's where I walk out here. And the Lord was feeding this thought to me and opening my eyes. And I stopped on the corner of the parking lot and I looked through that field. And the Lord said, let me let you see a glimpse of what I have. This is me and the Lord. Suddenly, my eyes was open in the spiritual realm. And Brother Josh, right before me starting to appear, line after line, was about nine foot tall angels that went through the field that floated up above the field plumb into the heavens as far as my eye could see I saw a band of angels and the Lord spoke this to me I have treasures here that you ain't even found that belong to you if you will seek me you'll find them all and the Lord said, stop your worrying about the adversary. I'm in control of your battle. Hey, feel what I feel. Feel this strong. You need to lay your wisdom down. You need to stand still. And allow God to work it out. Stand still. Your biggest battle is my biggest battle was. You're going to listen to me. You're going to hear me now. Your biggest battle is my biggest battle is, is flesh wants to fight it out. That ain't how God wants his children to live. Am I right? He wants you, oh, I'll fix it and say it. He wants you to enjoy the treasures that he has laid up for me and you. While his holy presence is here, won't you stand and bake in it? Just, just lift your hands and enjoy. Come on. I feel a holy honor here, a holy respect. We pray today that this word has blessed you, ministered to the needs of your life. Until next time, God bless you.